1: Entertaining Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12 Informative
2: You call people out no matter what they are And you hold them accountable That's the Mark K
1: Show The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now
0: Happy Friday the Thirteenth, y'all!
1: Oh my god, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, "What are you people?" And that's right, it's Friday the Thirteenth. It's Friday the Thirteenth, and that man, I'll tell you what, I didn't. This is this is. I didn't even realize it. There's so much going on in the world. I totally forgot that today was Friday the Thirteenth. And, uh, and it looks like, you know, it looks like, uh, you know, it, it's going to be just as crazy. I'll tell you, man, the media, they have got it in for Donald Trump more now than ever. And the 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 fiction that they're writing, the stories that are they're cranking out, they're now trying to because, again, they don't even – there's no real – there's very few, I should say, places where you can go to find out what's actually happening. The media wants this election over. The Democrats want the election over. They are going to write – their way into the. What was that story where the guy wrote stuff and then it happened in real life? Do you know what I'm talking about? There was like, it was a novel or a movie or something. It was about a writer and he would write something. It was a horror film, I think. And and why are you looking at me? You have to talk. I, can't, I have no idea. Yeah, sorry. Looks, I, I visually have no idea. You have vision? No, you, you never saw that movie no, or that story? He was writing something and then it, it came true? I want to say it was maybe, it was like an old school horror film, but it was about a writer and whatever he wrote would actually happen. So he started like writing people's deaths. Oh, geez. I don't know, whatever. But I feel like that's what the New York Times and the Washington Post, all these things now, they're like, you know what? We can't control Donald Trump, but maybe if we just write enough stories, you uh, know, what we say will happen. For example, when they wrote the story about, uh, you know, Nevada going to Donald Trump on the first day, um, they're, they're writing stories about how Donald Trump in secret is is pondering, you know, he knows it's over. He knows it's over. But he's going to, what he's going to do now is he's just going to uh, wait in, in the White House until, and build this drama, and the whole thing is, is just for show. Uh, there's a new theory that he's, that he's tackling Fox News. He's going to start some kind of anti Fox News channel, and he's going to try to, uh, to take them down before, before he leaves office. So there's all sorts of stuff going on with the media, which we will, uh, we will take a look at. But I believe they think that whatever they write, Will happen, And I'm pretty sure that the opposite is now true. I'm pretty sure that most people disregard the media. They disregard these mainstream reporters. They disregard the New York Times. They disregard CNN. And more and more of them are disregarding Fox News as well, not because the president tells them to, but because they see what's going on. And as a matter of fact, yesterday, shares of Fox News took a tumble. Uh, We'll tell you what the president said to cause that to happen coming up here in just a minute. Plus, speaking of fake news, it's fake news Friday. Which is always very exciting. It's fun to play Fake News Friday. And before we get into anything really, really, really serious, we have to talk about something really, really, really awesome. And we said, oh, this is a little, this is jazzy. Hold on, I want something a little, I want something a little more up. Let's see what this is. <laughs> yep. No, that's This bad. is pretty up. I wasn't really up. Here, where's, here, how about this one? Oh, there we go. That's good. All right, there we go. That's good. We'll go with this one. <laughs> All right, so now the holiday season is is quickly coming upon us. And every year around this time, we like to get together and do something that just screams Christmas. It screams holiday cheer. It screams It screams Santa and Coco and just warmth and family. And that is we like to get together and play poker, which is awesome. And now for, I want to say what, this is our fourth I think so. I think it's our fourth year in a row now. We're hosting what we like to call the Ho Ho Hold'em. Oh, I get it. Celebrity poker tournament at Best Bet Monument Road here in Jacksonville, and this is for our charity, K's Kids, which we've been uh, we that we've been doing for years. Since I started when I was forty, I'm now not for six years ago. Six years ago, we started K's Kids, and we've been doing just some really amazing stuff with our friends at Dreams Come True. We are able to buy gifts for kids who are terminally ill and make some of their dreams come true, which is always exciting. And we get to do a lot of fun things like play poker and host poker tournaments and all that fun stuff um, throughout the year. Now, because of COVID-19 and because of the coronavirus, much like every other event this year, the Ho Ho Hold'em Celebrity Poker Tournament will be a little different. It's going to be altered just a little bit. And let me kind of in the past, what we've done is we've had like eight or nine tables and we sold individual tickets. People would come out and play poker and uh, there'd be a big uh, cash prize, all that kind of stuff because of the restrictions. You know, and, and luckily we're in Florida where we don't have as many restrictions as these other states. But because of the restrictions, we have a smaller event this year. But I believe I believe a little more exciting. Smaller, but a little more exciting. For example, here's how we've made things different this year. In the past, we've had, what, something like eight or ten celebrity bounties, right? And each one of those celebrity bounties sat at a table, and if you knock them out of the tournament, you get a prize. Every celebrity had a prize along. It was really fantastic. Well, because of the limitations, we are capped out at about 50 people. Fifty celebrities. No, fifty people total. I was going to oh.
0: say fifty celebrities is yeah.
1: a lot. Good luck finding fifty <laughs> celebrities in Jacksonville. Just FYI. Uh, but we're we capped out at, at about fifty celebrities. Uh, <laughs> I got them. You know, there <laughs> we go. At fifty people. So we've 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 made some alterations. What we've done is we've chosen five uh, celebrities to sit at five tables. Tables now only seat eight people instead mm. of instead of nine or ten because of the you know restrictions. So if you buy a table, you get seven tickets and we will give you a celebrity to sit at your table. Now, with the last table, the featured table, what we've done is that's going to be, you know, the Mark show table. I'll be playing at that table. I'll be a celebrity bounty. The other Josh will also be at that table. And this year, Hannah has also requested to play as well. Right, Hannah? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> she was kind of the MC last year, right? She was the coordinator and the uh, I videographer. The yeah. she was like the picture Yeah. She was the grunt, basically. She did everything Excuse with it. I was trying to paint a nicer picture. Nah, yeah. She was, she was like the... That was nicer. I mean, there's other words we could say, But she was basically whatever she we needed. didn't have to shave her
0: head, though. That was weird.
1: Whatever we needed done, she was going to do. Uh, so this year, she wanted to play poker. And so what we're going to do is we have a table for the Mark K Show. Me, Hannah, Josh, three celebrity bounties. That means three more times, cha- uh, the, the the opportunity for you to win a prize. Uh-huh. Three more people that you could knock out of the tournament. It's going to be amazing. But that limits the number of seats at that table to five. So we've upped the price. Mm. Mm. Now, I know what you're thinking. Who would pay more for less? Well, <laughs> somebody already <laughs> did because we sold a seat this morning before we even started promoting it, which means we're down to four oh. seats at the Mark K Show. And how much are these seats? $250 <laughs> for one of those four remaining seats. Hey, but it, the grand prize is a $1,000 cash. Oh, that's right. great. Yeah, if you win the whole thing, there's tons of prizes throughout. We give away wine. We have beer hands. That's true. It was really fun have, last year. Oh, we are putting, and we're, everybody gets a swag bag this year. We're putting together a swag bag. So when you show up at Best Bet for the Ho-Ho Hold'em Celebrity Poker Tournament, you're going to get a Mark K. Show drawstring bag. And inside will be uh, a custom-designed mask, because mm-hmm. you have to wear a mask. There'll be hand sanitizer. There'll be the sunglasses. There'll be all sorts of, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Plus, food is included. There's an open bar for two hours. It's real, Josh. How much fun is this thing?
0: It sounds like a blast. But something occurred to me. What's that? Everybody has to wear a mask.
1: What if their tell is some kind of twitch of the lips? Ah, uh, it makes it a little. I'm actually it-
0: excited about the mask because I feel like I have a very tell-em face.
1: Yeah, a tell-em. Yeah, tell because them? you wear right, because you wear your emotions on your face. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. It-
0: and I'm wearing long sleeves. You know. I was at. I was at. Because <laughs> I. Remember- I'm my sleeve.
1: motion oh, not I thought you were sliding aces up there or something. I'm like, they'll throw your ass out of Best Bet if you get caught with aces <laughs> up your sleeve. No, I went to Best Bet a couple weeks ago to play poker. First time back since coronavirus, and everyone's required to wear a mask. And I'm telling you, it's a lot easier. Easier to to bluff. I it's imagine. It's a lot right? easier to bluff. You throw yeah. on shades and a mask. Nobody can see you. It's like Ooh, playing. Great. It's like playing poker at home. It's really. Great. I won a lot of money, so it was great. But anyway, <laughs> so this is happening on Thursday night, December the third. At Best Bet in Jacksonville, we have four seats remaining at the Mark K Show table. And then if you want to get a table for yourself, for your business, we have guys that get together and they all jump in. It's seven seats at the table. Uh, and we only have we only have five of those this year. Again, now the, the good news is with fewer people there, the tournament is still three hours. Mm. So with fewer oh. people there, you won't be knocking people out. As, they won't make go as fast. Because they, ra- they raise the big blinds or they, they, raise they, the they don't raise them as fast, right? They're not going to raise them yeah, as fast that's because they're fewer people. So if you were like one of those people that came and you paid your money and you were out in the first hour, you could last like an hour and a half, two hours.
0: All right. I'm going to be honest, guys. I still need somebody to teach me how to play. <laughs>
1: Twos I and thought, sevens is a great hand. I thought you Googled it. We told you.
0: I did Google it, and then that that particular game that you told me to Google didn't come up, but, like, the different numbers did.
1: Oh, 11-card Nevada, hands down, uh, Jack's blind uh, stud? Exactly, yeah. You, uh-huh. you could find a, that one? The Lightning uh-huh. Blind? Oh, all right. Well, we'll figure it out. Anyway, uh, if you want to know, if you want to register, com is our website, K'skids.com, And we'll put it in the chat and we'll put it on the YouTube and everything else. If you can't make it, if you're not in Jacksonville, and I understand, or if it's a long trip, or if you just don't like poker, you can always make a donation. All the money goes to K's Kids, And it helps us buy gifts for our kids with terminally... Uh, you know, terminal diseases here in the uh, Florida area. Anyway, quick break, 855-765-1045. We're going to get into the whole, the media's trying to write the ne- the story of Donald Trump for him. Uh, what's real? What's fake news? Probably all of it. We'll get to that in just a minute. Plus, we've got fake news Friday coming up. Your phone calls, your open mic messages, it's all on the way. So stay tuned to The Markay Show on 104.5 WOKV. This is The Markay Show. My name's Markay, 855-765. Big news. It's Friday! And we just launched uh, our Ho Ho Hold'em Celebrity Poker Tournament for this year. Go to kskids.com if you want to buy tickets. That's K A Y -E 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 E S kskids.com uh, to buy tickets. We only have four tickets at the at the Mark K Show table featuring me, Hannah, and the other Josh. Um, Prizes galore. Plus, there's five other tables with five other celebrities, including Josh Scobie, uh, former football player, Austin Lane, former football player and MMA fighter, um, Amy West, author, travel expert, uh, Ally McDeal from the Best Bet Poker Show. Uh, tons of celebrities. Um, really, you know, Not as many as usual, but these celebrities are, are the creme de la creme. And you could be playing poker with them all for a good- Cause Oh, yes. And the grand prize is one thousand dollars cash. All right. And since it's cash, I'm pretty sure you don't have to pay tax on it, which is great because under Biden's tax plan, it would be like, you know, you'd only be winning four hundred dollars. Uh, at that point, eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. All right. A lot going on with Donald Trump. A lot of speculation. The media writing all these stories about what Donald Trump's doing, why he's doing it and what he's going to be doing next year. They're pretending that they know what's going through Donald Trump's head. And they're also pretending that Donald Trump is doing all of this battling of the election and fighting in court um, just to cause drama and get publicity for his next chapter, which we'll tell you about here in just a minute. But first. Here uh, from all the way from Alabama is Blake. Blake, good morning. Hi, how are you? Thanks so much for calling the Marque show. How you doing? I'm good, Blake. What's up, man? What did you want to say to this uh, Friday the 13th? I
2: was just, uh, I was watching one of your videos about Chris from CNN. Chris Cuomo, and was, yeah. And I thought that was just very ugly, the way he talked about the uh, veterans. And it hit home for me because of my grandfather, you know, his his fault in World War II, and it's really bothering me. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and I apologize for making a video that bothered you, but I'm glad that it did because (laughs) No, no, no. no, I understand this is the kind of thing that people need to be aware of. That CNN is out there politicizing everything, including Veterans Day, and the way he the way he took the opportunity of Veterans Day to again bash not only the president but every member of. This political party. And I sometimes think, Blake, the Democrats, they just don't understand or they just don't remember that there are other, I mean, millions and millions of people, 72, 73 million who voted for Donald Trump, but millions and millions of people who just don't think the way they do. And, and, and that, and, you know, instead of trying to work with them or reach out to them, they just get annoyed by those people and try to squash them. And, uh, they never gave. They never gave Donald Trump even a chance to even be president, and yet he accomplished so much. Which is, you're right. He did from right out of the gate, from the moment he announced his candidacy. He was made the butt of every joke. From the moment he took the lead in the polls, he was uh, starting to get attacked by every single news agency and Democratic news uh, source out there, which is basically all of them. And then from the time he became the candidate, he was relentlessly lied about. Uh, spied on. I mean, they definitely have have done everything they can to this guy. And then, of course, when he won, it was all it was guns a blazing for four years. Finally, uh, you know, culminating in this election, which still a lot of people are casting doubt on because there's so much. I mean, there's so much going on with this election that just seems janky. And until we get to the bottom of it, nobody, nobody in the Republican Party, none of the people that voted for Donald Trump are going to believe that this is this is a uh, a legitimate presidency that Joe Biden, if you believe the news media, is heading into. Uh, hey, thanks so much for the call, though. We appreciate it. And the reason we talk about CNN on the show and the reason we talk about Chris Cuomo, who. Again, it's like every day I come in here and they're they're leapfrogging over there at CNN. It's like Don Lemon. He's trying to be the worst person in the world. No. Now it's today. It's Anderson Cooper. It's like Chris Cuomo walks in and goes, what dumb stuff did Don Lemon and Anderson Cooper say yesterday that I can that I can one up them on? How what do I have to say to make myself seem even more ridiculous and hateful than them? Oh, you know what? It's Veterans Day. What if I politicize Veterans Day and attack an entire party? Yeah. You know what? Let's do that. And it worked, but I'm sure, I'm sure this weekend Don Lemon's going to say something because he he's not going to let it lie. He wants to be the most horrible person in the world, um, so he'll have all weekend to you know come up with something. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. All right, we'll get into some of those media lies about Donald Trump, what he's thinking, uh, how do they know, and what he's planning next. How do they know that either? Uh, that's all in the way. So stay tuned to the Marques Show on one zero four point five WOKV.
2: Of course China's going to
1: congratulate
2: Joe Biden. They know they've got him in their pocket.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the big, I heard that on the uh, way to work today. I heard uh, on the news, uh, China has congratulated uh, President-elect Joe Biden on his recent election win. And they say they look forward to working with him. I'll be, they look forward, they've been working with him for years. There's no looking forward. They look forward to continuing to work with him. Uh, what they don't realize is now that he's president, Hunter's price has gone way up. I mean, when he was, it was $2 million or $10 million, whatever it was, when he was just the son of the vice president. But if Joe Biden becomes president, Hunter Biden's going to be, he's going to be making way more money because the office of the president, that's, that's a bigger paycheck. I mean, you are going to, if you want direct access to the most powerful man in the entire world, you've got to really, you've got to really cough up some cash, uh, or some yen or some yang which the, the wan. It's a wan, right? For China? Yeah. No, it was a couple of syllables. Yeah, whatever. Uh, whatever it is, it's gonna it's gonna require a, lot, a large investment. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Joe Biden, by oh. the way, if he wins. He'll he'll be the it's the first time that the least powerful man in the entire world will be the most powerful man in the entire world, because typically the office of the presidency is known as the power center. There's no other leader that wields more authority and more power than the president. But Joe Biden is going to be the weakest person to ever hold that office. It's going to be really interesting and also very dangerous for the United States of America. So we need to make sure that we do everything we can to make sure. That doesn't happen. Eight five five seven six five five, one, four, five. All right. So the president of the United States has all these legal maneuvers going around in Pennsylvania. There was a big win with some ballots that actually got thrown out. And everyone's saying, well, that's like a small that's not enough ballots. He's he's down 50,000 votes and he maybe got maybe 10,000 ballots. thrown out. That's not going to alter the course of the election. Well, no, it's not. But what it does is it sets a precedent in the court and what what you do when you when you want to go to the supreme court or when you start taking these things through the ranks you want to make sure you show precedent so if you have a court ruling that says hey here's precedent that these ballots should not have been allowed all of a sudden that's a win as you go up and up and up also four years from now they going to be another election and if these people try to pull the same stuff saying you know what if a ballot comes in four or five days after the election Go ahead and count it. No, you can't, because now there's precedent in the court system that says that is not legal. Those ballots have to be thrown out. So really, in a way, what Donald Trump is doing, there's two things going on here. There's two things at play. Number one, Donald Trump uh, wants to win this election. He feels that he won the election. Nine million more votes cast than last time. Florida, Ohio, Texas, landslides winning in all of these other states that miraculously turned blue. All of this suspicious stuff going on with the votes and the tallies and the totals and the numbers changing overnight while we all sleep. And then continuing to find all these Biden votes. And look, these ballots just have a vote for Biden and a vote for nobody else. So much to answer for in this election and so much that you need to fight to make sure that the election results are valid. That's the first thing. The second thing is we need to make sure that this crap never happens again. And these lawsuits are the way to do it. So you're trying to win the election and you're also trying to strengthen the hard shell, the outer exterior. You're trying to bulletproof our elections. You're putting a layer of Kevlar every single time Donald Trump and the Trump campaign goes to court and wins every single time Donald Trump and the Trump campaign goes to court and gets a positive outcome. That is another layer of Kevlar that will protect our elections in years to come. And when they start going after this Dominion company and the counting machines and when they start doing it in state after state after state, then guess what? That's when you really start to clean house and you really start to make these elections not foolproof because you're always that's like that's what the Democrats say. You're always going to have a little bit of fraud. You're always going to have dead people voting in elections. There's no way to stop that. When you have a party, when you have an entire political party saying there's always going to be a little bit of fraud, that's there's something wrong with that. (laughs) There's something wrong with that political party. You know, it's like if my boss came up and walk in here and said, hey. You know, we're missing, uh, we're missing like $400 from petty cash. Do you guys know anything about it? If I looked at him and said, Oh, you're always going to miss money from petty cash. You can't stop that from happening. That's, that's just, you got to, that's, that's going to happen. I probably, they would know that I took it. And number two, they'd fire me. Because that's unacceptable. You're not supposed to lose money from petty cash. You're supposed to have receipts. So if $400 is missing from petty cash, there better be $400 worth of receipts in petty cash. Otherwise, somebody's getting fired. But when you're a Democrat, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. There's Wait a minute. There's 130,000 new ballots that just came in at 3 o'clock in the morning. Where'd they come from? Oh, doesn't matter. You don't need a receipt for that. That's always going to happen. That's the mentality of the Democratic Party. The only way to protect against that is with these lawsuits and that's why the fight continues. Also, there's actually a third thing because in Georgia, in Georgia, man, I'll tell you, this Georgia election, it is this is this is going to be difficult for everybody. It's going to be difficult for the Democrats because number 1 recount elections typically go to the Republicans. Why? And I and I'm not saying this to be negative, I'm not insulting anybody. If you're a Democrat, I don't mean to insult you. It's probably going to come out that way. But basically, Democrats don't care about the political process. They go and vote on Election Day because they want to take an Instagram picture and get their little sticker or because, you know, their favorite celebrity, The Rock, told them to go vote or Taylor Swift made cookies that say vote for Biden or whatever. So they they listen. They listened to King James and go out and vote for Joe Biden on Election Day. They listen to, you know, uh, with John Legend and, and Chrissy Teigen, whoever, and said go vote on Election Day. But when it's a recall election, you know, they're like, I already voted for senator. I already got my Instagram pic with my I voted sticker. Now it's just I mean, I feel like I'm good. And Democrats sit out recount elections. They just just don't care that much. You know, they vote because it's cool, not because it's it's one of the things that keeps our society moving forward. So the Republicans, the diehards, the ones who live, breathe and 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 love politics and and want to be part of the system and want to protect the Senate and want to make sure that we just don't have this one far left party coming in and destroying our country. These are the people that are actively involved in politics people that are actively involved in the political process, people that vote in primaries. For example, if you look at the primary numbers, even though there were like bajillions of people running for the Democratic primary, Donald Trump spanked them all because Republicans like to go vote. They like to vote in person. They like to vote for primaries. They like to vote for runoffs. They like to vote for all this stuff. Also, Georgia's a red state, despite the fact that currently it's blue on all of these election result calendars or uh, maps rather. Uh, What what it means is in a red state where you have a runoff election, the Democrats are it's an uphill battle, uphill battle. That's why it's going to be tough for the Democrats. It's also going to be tough for the Republicans because all eyes are on this state and all the money is on this state and all the voter fraud is going to be funneling into georgia everything that they tried and did whether it was acceptable or not whether it worked or not all of the people that andrew yang is moving together to come on yang gang let's move to georgia for a couple months so we can vote in this election deprive georgians of the people they actually want serving them in the senate and then we can all move back to california where it sucks that's basically what's happening And so it's going to be it's going to be a battle royale. The Democrats trying to do whatever they can to make up any ground that they've already lost just for the fact that it's a recount election. And the Republicans trying to keep out the fraud while keeping their base interested. And there's really there's one thing. There's one thing that the Republicans can do to dominate these recall elections. There's one thing that the Republicans can do to make sure that not just one, but both of their candidates go to the Senate there's one thing the republicans can do the republicans must do to make sure that the senate does not fall in to the to the greasy slimy cold pointy fingered hands of chuck schumer and the rest of the democratic party and i'll tell you what that is right after this quick break 855-765-1045 is our number 855-765-1045 quick break more of the mark show coming up on 104.5 wokv this is The Markay Show. My name is Markay, 855 We have, uh, coming up here in just a minute, we have coming up here in just a minute, some Fake News Friday, which is one of our favorite games. Josh, do we have Fake News Friday you today? You bet your bottom dollar um, we do. Okay, good, perfect. <laughs> okay, I was just checking my email to make sure we, uh, wonder wanted to send some reminders. Um, real quick, before we get into, look, uh, there's, there's one thing that the, the that the, uh, Republicans can do here, or must do in Georgia to really draw, first of all, look, if you want to boil if you want to boil it down to it's like bare barest bones, uh, you know, uh, I mean, here's the situation. America, as we know it, could be gone if the Republicans lose both of these races in Georgia. That's just let's face facts. If the Democrats have Joe Biden in the presidency, if they have Kamala Harris as president of the Senate, which means vice president, and if they have 50 votes in the Senate, uh, plus whatever's left in the House of Representatives, we're done. We're done. Not even the Supreme Court can save us because the first thing they're going to do is get rid of the filibuster and then pack that court. So really, America is fundamentally changed. They're going to make states there's going to be two more states, but four more Supreme Court justices. It's going to be it's going to be mass chaos. Dogs and cats living together. It's going to be horrible. Uh, So what we need to do is make sure that there's at least one, preferably two. Of these Republican senators in Georgia winning their runoff elections. And I know we're thinking, well, it's Georgia. And aren't they both going to win anyway? Maybe. But the Democrats know what's up for grabs. They know the stakes. They just got done. They just got done uh, potentially rigging one election. They are more than willing to do it again to make sure that they seize control. And the voter fraud this time around is right there in the open. We talked about Andrew Yang tweeting out, I'm moving to Georgia, bringing my whole family with a whole Yang gang. Come on. If anyone's in Atlanta and you have a spare room, some of the Yang gang needs to move there. So let us borrow your spare room so we can cast ballots in Georgia for the runoff uh, and uh, and cheat the Georgians out of their duly elected representation. Because remember, the senators from the state are supposed to be the senators for that state. And if you move in from L.A. for a couple of days or from Colorado for a couple of days just to cast your vote for somebody because you want control of the Senate, you are cheating those people in Atlanta and in Savannah and in and in Maycomb. Uh, and Macon, 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 Macon—all those people in in Georgia. Um, you're cheating them out of their representation. I, and I know you don't care because why would you? But that's just a fact of the matter. So what the dem what the Republicans need to do is they need to make sure they they solidify this. And the one thing they can do is make sure that President Donald Trump shows up in Georgia, the President of the United States, Donald Trump, with seventy. Two million uh, fans, all these people in Georgia, in Florida, all over the place. If you want to get turnout, if you you have to have a massive rally in Savannah, in Atlanta, you have to have rallies all over the state. Probably another one here in Jacksonville would help because most of the people come down from from Brunswick and and St. Mary's County and everywhere else. But you need to have the president because he is he. And here's the thing. People like Donald Trump's over 72 million votes. That's not over. There's no other, there's no other single politician who could do that. Joe Biden, I know what you're thinking. Well, you got more votes. Joe Biden is not the single politician that got the vote. Most of those votes that went to Joe Biden, Joe Biden got because of Donald Trump as well. In fact, if you would, if you count up, if you count up only 60% of the Democrats, only 60% of the Democrats who voted, voted for Joe Biden because they liked Joe Biden. So if you have what, 80, was he up to like 80 million All right. So that means 40 percent, 40 percent of those votes were people that just didn't like Donald Trump. And that's 32 million votes. So when you take the 72 million that Donald Trump got for him, not the Republican Party, but for Donald Trump, and you add the 32 million voters that voted against Donald Trump, Donald Trump was single handedly, single in one way or another, responsible for one hundred and four That million votes, 104 million votes. There's only 380 million people in this country. Almost a third of this country voted for or against Donald Trump. And only 60 million people, which is basically half, voted for Joe Biden because they actually like Joe Biden. Donald Trump is the Republican Party. He is the force in the GOP. Donald Trump is the single most popular and most effective elected official Probably in the history of this country. And if the Georgia Republicans, really, hell, if any Republicans want to remain a part of a par- this party, because this party will disappear if the Democrats take hold of the Senate. If any Republicans want there to be a Republican Party and want there to be an America and want there to be a Constitution, they want Donald Trump to go down to Georgia and campaign. It's a necessity. It's something that must happen. Otherwise, the Democrats will find a way to finagle this election. They'll find a way to get in there and steal the votes. They'll find a way to get in there and dump the votes in the middle of the night. They'll find a way to get in there and all of a sudden, look at all these votes for John Ossoff and, and Dr. Warlock or whatever his name is. All these votes will just pop up in the middle of the night. And not only this election, not only Georgia, but the Senate and the country will disappear. And that will be the end of the Republican Party. 8557651045 is the number 8557651045. Now the media they're trying to get Donald Trump out of politics and they're trying to do it fast. What the media is doing is they're working overtime. They go in there and they sit down at their computers or they sit down at their if they're really old, they're, they're typewriters and they're teletype machines, whatever. And they are coming up with all of these stories, things they claim they know Donald Trump is thinking and planning. And they think they know. They're writing Donald Trump's next chapter right now. And I'll tell you how you know all of it's fake news because everything they're writing doesn't vibe at all. With what Donald Trump would do And it's something that benefits The mainstream media And do you think Donald Trump would actually do anything That benefits the mainstream media If you do You haven't been paying attention for the last Four and a half years 855 765 I've got to take another quick break uh, We'll be right back More on the Mark K Show coming up
2: Mark hey, I missed your show yesterday So I decided to look you up on YouTube And I did not know this about you you are so enthusiastic and energetic about what you talk about that you can't even sit down. Wow.
1: Well, the desk is really tall, so if I if I sat down, you wouldn't be able to see me. That's why I'm standing. Somebody built like a really, it's like one of those standing desks. Yeah, it's really, meant for standing. I didn't really yeah. have a choice. In the old studio, I sat down. Yeah. But in this studio, I'm like, well, I guess I gotta stand now. Uh, <laughs> but, no, but you know what? I do actually. I I I enjoy it more. I like to stand and talk, and I uh, I feel like it does help me act more enthusiastic, and 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 it keeps my energy level up. I don't fall asleep during the show. The other Josh sits, and sometimes I catch him dozing off. Um, especially <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and pretty much everybody, I think everybody sits in here except for me and the guy in the morning. Yeah, you and Rich. Yeah. Must be a host thing. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. Really talented and intelligent people. Yeah, that's what it is. They like to stand. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, 855-765-1045. By the way, over the last break, we sold another ticket to the Ho-Ho Oldham oh, yeah. Poker Tournament, and that's a ticket at the Mark K. Show exclusive table.
0: Whoa, those are down to... Three now. That, so right? it's, yeah, it's
1: me, Hannah, Josh, and I'll be in the middle, and then Hannah and Josh will be on either side, and then we have two tickets that we sold wow. out of a total of five, which means there's only three seats left at that table.
0: Um, and Squeak messaged me, and apparently for her husband
1: oh really squeak's mm-hmm. husband is at the table mm-hmm. that's fantastic mr squeak's great it's, it's, it? his, it's
0: his birthday
1: in on like december the third did the you spoil the surprise and you just and we just spoiled the surprise squeak well, i'm sorry for hannah oh i
0: don't know if it was a surprise did you she, say, messaged, <laughs> she didn't say it was a surprise <laughs> did she say don't tell anybody no. oh, it doesn't, doesn't
1: matter <laughs> happy birthday mr squeak we'll be uh partying down at the <laughs> ho ho hold'em celebrity poker tournament if you would like a ticket and now there's more tables you can get a whole table if you have uh if you have six friends or we have a bunch of people that want to bring their employees kind of like make it like a little Christmas party so they buy a whole table and they give it to their employees, whatever you want to do with it it's it 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 turns out it works out to two hundred dollars a seat, which gets you entrance into the poker tournament where the grand prize is a thousand dollars um you get food, you get drinks there's a two hour open bar and it's just so you also get so i mean it's so much fun in fact, the swag alone and the prizes that we've gotten together to give out. This time it's worth $200 um you know in and of itself and then on top of all that the money's charitable it goes to a charity it's ca- it's tax deductible and you're helping out kids that really 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 need some help so go to com if you would like to uh register to play Mary in New Jersey. Hi Mary, how are you? Thanks for calling the Mark show. Mary? I guess you had to go. I mean, she's probably I mean, look, she was on hold for an hour. I get it. I apologize that it took me so long uh, to get around to you. This is Jason in St. Augustine. Jason, hi. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Markay Show. Hey, okay. I've been waiting for an hour, but I hung on. Oh, well, I appreciate it. Well, (laughs) then you win. You get to talk now. Congrats. Yeah, great. (laughs) But anyway, uh, well. (laughs) Well, Come on, you've been waiting an hour. What do you want to say, Jason? He's like, I forgot. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can Can hear hear you. you Okay, good. Yeah, I'm on my way to Georgia, okay? Okay, okay? Yeah. You got it? You gonna go vote? A,
2: yeah, of course.
1: Okay, okay. I don't, think, I don't think that's legal. Well, you just said that they're coming from California, so I'm going to come from Florida. All right. I mean, it's a much it's a much shorter drive. Look, you do you, Jason. I can't tell you what to do or what not to do. I'm not advocating going and voting in Georgia if you're not a yeah, resident. Yeah. Know. Uh But I, hey, if I'm you just, if you want to, that's just, that's your prerogative. Yeah. I'm just uh, I'm just you know kind of going right. along with the thing. Anyway, okay. my comments. Oh, that wasn't you know, your comment.
2: No, 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 because my comment was long ago, but I'm having a Joe Biden moment. I'm forgetting what I was going to (laughs) say. But you know the thing, man. Come on. Yeah, I know. Um, Yeah, okay. Actually, what I wanted to mention was this uh, supposed upcoming um, uh, closure of the country. And my point is that the people that are are, uh, proposing this, they're never going to miss a paycheck. You know, they don't own small businesses. They're not... uh, um, you know, at the bottom of the rung, so to speak, with yeah. people that are hurt the most, you know? So, you know, I just wanted to point that out there. No, you the thing, Jason,
1: is, not to, I want mean, to mention that, too, because first, that's the one thing people have been asking me. In fact, there's a rumor now that the New York City schools are going to shut down again. That's what I heard. That's the most recent thing. And, you know, when you, when you talk about a nationwide shutdown, first of all, you can't have a nationwide shutdown. It's not up to the nation. Uh, my wife asked me this yesterday, and I said, Joe Biden, if he is the president... If January 20th rolls around and they put his hand on the Bible and he remembers what to say, whatever, if he's the president, he can order a shutdown of all federal buildings, monuments, institutions, parks, whatever. If it's a federal building, if it's a federal agency, he can order it shut down. He can say it's closed. The Washington Monument closed. Lincoln Memorial closed. National Archives closed. Everything is closed. IRS building closed. Everything that he controls, which is the federal government, he can shut down. He cannot shut down your business. He cannot shut down a city. He can get on the phone with the governor and say, come on, man. You got DeSantis. You got to shut down Florida. He could do that. But it's up to Ron DeSantis. It's up here locally. And, you know, it's even more up to the local uh, control of the of the of, you know, of our of our mayor who continued to keep us under stricter guidelines than the state when he thought that it was it was something that we needed to do. But as as long as you live here in Florida, uh, as long as you live in in someplace like Texas, you're going to have a much better time of it. Your economy is not going to crash because you're right. You're right, Jason. These people that are making these these calls for uh, these shutdowns, they don't suffer. They don't lose money. Joe Biden has millions of dollars from China and the Ukraine and everywhere else. We don't know where he got all his money, but he's got it. Hunter's got some. I'm sure Dr. Jill's got some. His brother's got some. His sister-in-law, everybody in the Biden family is rolling in dough. They've got, I'm sure, somewhere a big Scrooge McDuck-like vault of gold coins that they can just go swimming in and they can dive in and whatever else. They don't care if the country shut down because it doesn't affect them. They're not losing their jobs. They are they are not going to be uh, e- unable to go to the doctor or buy food or any of that stuff. Same thing with the Cuomos. Andrew Cuomo, that, he's the governor. He doesn't pay for anything anyway. The food is brought to his house. The doctors are there to take care of him. His kids go to school. He doesn't pay electricity. He doesn't pay the Con Ed. He doesn't pay for gas or anything else. He just goes and governs. And his brother is an overpaid, not untalented uh, CNN employee. And what CNN does is, sure, people at CNN are going to lose jobs, but not the idiots on TV, not the ones that you really think you should fire, not the overpaid, uh, you know, fat cats who just want to watch the country get destroyed, Anderson Cooper, Anderson Cooper will always be there, no matter what he says, no matter what kind of overweight amphibian he uh, you know, refers to our president as. Anderson Cooper's not going anywhere. He's the face of CNN. He's getting the money. But when the cuts uh, start coming and when the shutdowns are are reinstated and when Atlanta, you know, when they start shutting people down in New York City and they're like, look, CNN's like we're running out of money. When no one's watching us anymore, no one's clicking on our clickbait headlines anymore because, well, we're just talking about Joe Biden now and nobody cares about that guy. When Donald Trump, listen, if Donald Trump goes away, if he leaves politics, CNN will probably have a couple years maybe and then they're done because nobody cares about Joe Biden. Nobody wants to read about the guy. Nobody wants to watch the guy. If Joe Biden cuts in for an exclusive press conference, which let's face it, he's never going to do. Nobody's going to run to the TV and turn on CNN. Donald Trump does a chopper talk and the world stops because you never know what he's going to say, what he's going to do, who he's going to insult. It was must-see TV for 4 years and now that's gone. Anderson Cooper will be fine, but the people that do his hair and makeup, they'll be out of a job. Don Lemon will be fine. He won't have four producers writing his monologues anymore. He's going to have to write his own monologues, but he'll 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 cash his check. Chris Cuomo, he'll be fine. He may not have as much security, because the security guards are going to have to go, he may not have a he may not have a, you know a food taster. They may have to take away his cell phone. He may have to pay his own cell phone bill, and maybe walk to work because that that chauffeur that they hired for him uh, he's going to have to he's going to have to take a pay cut or get furloughed. That's how it works. But all the rich people calling for shutdowns and all the rich people that are shutting down the country, you're right, Jason. They aren't going to be affected at all. 855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break. When we get back, uh, I'm going to tell you what the media is saying about Donald Trump and what he's doing, actually, because it's it's a fascinating storyline. It's a fascinating storyline. Quick break. More of the Marques Show coming up. Stay tuned. <laughs> this this is the Marques Show. My name is, You don't just even want to. This picture that makes me laugh. So you you don't even <laughs> want to know what we were just talking about on the stream. <laughs> uh, but it, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with Ron DeSantis and topless. <laughs> Which, wow, look, everybody's saying he's attractive. Oh, yes. Yeah? Yes, he is attractive. DeSantis is very cute and nice. Oh, wow. He is attractive. He would be August in the shirtless governor's calendar. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. Okay. All right. purple. Well, there you go. There you go. Oh, he's got a dad bod. A dad ba- Dad oh, bods. Man. Don't be ragging Are on they dad Are still bod. in? Oh, I hope so. Oh, I hope man. so. Mine's still in, <laughs> uh, but, just, but, but barely. I'd have to lose okay, my belt. 10. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Josh in Arkansas. Hey, Josh, how are you? Hey, Mark. What's going on, man? Another much, man. What would you want to say today, sir? Okay, Mark. I'm trying to
2: figure out this double standard we have in this country.
1: Okay, yeah. All right. Good luck. I'm not, yeah.
2: Okay, we've got – you know, for four years we had to listen about Trump colluding with Russia – and how that affected the election and all this, but what about our own news media? Yeah. You know, how many electoral votes did CNN and you know all them news media sway? Yeah. And look, nobody talks about it,
1: Josh. Do, I mean, here's the thing: the media has. I don't know. I don't even know why they show up for work anymore because nothing that they've written or said about the president in the last four years has been true. And we're talking about polls. We're talking about all the polls that said the first time around he was going to lose. The second time around they said he was going to lose again, even bigger. And that didn't happen. It was the tightest race ever, and he had 9 million more votes than he ever had. So that's not that, that's something you can't believe the news media about. Uh, the whole Russian collusion scandal, which they pushed, which they pushed for four years and are continuing To push Andrew McCabe, I saw it on on the news the other day, talking about how there, yes, there was evidence of Russian collusion. That's why we uh, asked for the FISA warrants. That's why the only thing we shouldn't have done is gotten a FISA warrant for Carter Page. But everything else was totally on the up and up, even though there's no evidence of it ever. Nothing they've ever said. About Donald Trump has been true. What about the rumors about Melania and the things that she said? What about the Stormy Daniels thing? Every time they write an article, what about this this, this re- ridiculous claim that Donald Trump went overseas and visited the graves of dead American Marines and said they were suckers and losers? A story that was made up, fabricated, was designed to make people think poorly of the man before an election, before an election, and also had 25 People also on the trip, also in the presence of the president, every moment of the day, because the president's never alone. Nobody, nobody verified that story. Everybody said this story is B.S., but it doesn't matter. The media ran with it. They run with everything. The New York Times, they don't print retractions. They just say they win Pulitzers. It's crazy. And and the media is. It's it's just fiction at this point. No one should ever believe it. But they're still at it. And right now, right now, what they're trying to do is they're trying to write this chapter of Donald Trump's life away. They want to move on to Biden. That's why they called Nevada real early. That's why they gave Joe Biden all these electoral votes, even though there are recounts and lawsuits. And, you know, a couple of states haven't even stopped counting yet. They said, no problem. It's Saturday. We need something to party. We want to party. We want to run out into the streets without our masks on and dance to YMCA. We're just going to call Joe Biden the winner. It's all they believe they control the United States of America. They believe they control the government. And it's the other way around. They're trying to mind control the people. If we write about it, if we report it, people will just believe it. If we tell people Joe Biden's going to be the next president, he's going to be the next president. If we tell people Nevada or Arizona's already gone to Joe Biden, they're going to stop going to the polls. This is what they're doing now. They're trying to control Donald Trump. They're writing stories and they're all over the Drudge Report today. They're all over the New York Times. They're claiming that Donald Trump. It knows it's over and he's doing all of this for show. They claim Donald Trump knows it's over. He's doing all of this for show. And what what his goal is, is to to, to get, you know, all of his followers, all of his 71 million or 72 million voters all frothed up, all angry. He's trying to get them so jet before he leaves office. He's going to leave office. He'll give Joe Biden the keys to the White House. He knows these lawsuits are frivolous. Because the New York Times says if the lawsuits are frivolous, so they must be. He knows he's not going to win the presidency and that this election was not fraudulent. But he's doing all this for show, for theater. And the other thing that he's going to do is when he leaves office, he's going to start his own news service, MAGA TV or Trump News Network or whatever you call it. He's going to start his own pay per joint subscription news service. He's going to take down Fox News. Why else would he turn on Fox News? Why else would he tweet that they lost their golden goose? You know that when Donald Trump tweeted out, Fox News is terrible. Their ratings are down the tubes when they forgot about their golden goose. They were the best thing about 2016 and the worst thing about 2020. When he tweeted that out yesterday, the stock market answered and Fox News shares tumbled, tumbled ratings, tumbled. CNN won the week of the election because Donald Trump continued to attack Fox News. So clearly, clearly the media is like, well, Fox News is in his back pocket. Why would he attack them? Obviously, he's trying to take them. out. He's trying to tank them on purpose so that when he finally admits that he lost the election and he loses, he can go start the Trump News Network or Trump TV or or MAGA, MAGA TV, whatever it is he's going to do. He's going to go head to head with Fox News. And while he's still in power, while he's still the most followed person on Twitter, while he's still doing all of that. He can use that power to destroy the competition and then jump right on in. And all 73 million of his voters are going to turn on the tube and cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. He's just going to make bank. This is all this is all just a setup for Donald Trump's new venture. That's what the media is saying today. And if you haven't been paying attention, they've been saying it for the last four years, too. 855-765-1045. We'll uh, do a couple questions here. We'll push back our Fake News Friday one break. We'll get to everybody else who's hanging on, because I know you guys have been hanging on for a long time. Stay tuned to the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. You know, all these coronavirus records, I remember everyone's so somber, but I remember in this country when we used to celebrate the breaking records, when breaking records was like a good thing. It was, you know, it showed like American ingenuity, and it's fine. Hey, whatever. 855-765-1045. That's why we need to vote. Uh, vote Republican. This, uh, let's go back to the phones here real quick, squeezing as many calls. These are going to be the last few phone calls of the week because it's Friday, um, in case you, uh, hadn't heard yet. It's Friday! Yeah. Donna in North Carolina. Hi, Donna. How are you?
2: All right. How are you doing, Mark? I'm
1: doing great, Donna. What's on your mind? What'd you want to say today?
2: I talked to you about five or six weeks ago and I told you, uh, didn't it seem kind of funny that, uh, Biden and his people are not con- campaigning and, Getting out doing rallies, and now we
1: know why. Yeah, they didn't need to.
2: No, they already knew.
1: Yeah, they were saving on the gas. Well, I mean, and we had Joe Biden say, "I don't need your vote to win the election," which seems it seemed quizzical at the time. It seemed like a gaffe, but maybe, maybe you know, maybe it wasn't. Um, Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. This is Kathy in North Carolina. Hi, Kathy. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you
2: for taking my call. Absolutely. I have two things that I want to bring out. Okay. you know, the Supreme Court ordered Pennsylvania to stop the recount or stop or set aside those ballots. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know how much damage they did. So it's it's that's just a lost cause right there.
1: Yeah. Um, well, the Supreme Court it wasn't so much an order as a really strong suggestion, um, and that's okay. the that's one of the problems we had. And again, look, and people people I've heard have been attacking Amy Coney Barrett for not. What happened was before the election this court case in Pennsylvania was actually in the Supreme Court. There were eight justices uh, when it was issued. Amy Coney Barrett took the bench, but she really it was like her first day of work and she said i'm going to sit this one out because I just got here. I haven't even read any case study on it, and so it was a tie which means it's upheld and uh, and it was was it uh, Alito who wrote, "Look, I would strongly suggest you set aside these ballots." because this is probably going to come up before the Supreme Court. So he was right in that manner, but it wasn't a legal obligation. It was just them going, oh, okay, yeah, sure, we'll set him aside. Yeah.
2: But one more thing, if I may, please. Sure, yeah. Uh, I don't understand how we can accept uh, the fact that the uh, Justice Department and the FBI kept information about Joe Biden and his family from the American public, or at least Congress. Because I don't consider him a viable candidate for president because he's a security risk.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. If he and, and,
2: and, this country out, we should have known about it. That should stop this election right here, right now.
1: You know, you got a great point. The the problem is security risk. That is something that you know is subjective, much like whether or not bald is sexy. Some people think it's really sexy. Some people are like, "Ooh, gross! You're bald." Um, but, you know, security, if you're if if you're a democratically run FBI, if the Justice Department is still, uh, you know, full of, of Barack Obama deep staters, then Joe Biden did nothing wrong. And he's not going to hold you know, like, why would we hold Joe Biden? He's just Joe Biden. He's being Joe. That's just what people did back then. And we want him to be president. So we're not going to po- prosecute him. We're not going to bring charge. We're going to hide this Hunter Biden laptop for like a year. And we're going to wait and see what happens. And if he wins, then no need to investigate because he's the president. He'll be fine. But if he loses, yeah, fine, maybe then we'll, maybe then we'll act on it so it doesn't look like we're, like we're partisan. But that's basically Washington and how it works. And what's happening now with Joe Biden and with Hunter Biden and with the FBI and the DOJ, what you're seeing, all these forces kind of combine to keep the skeletons in the closet, it's exactly what we talked about. We said, Joe Biden, why is he running? Why is his family letting him run? Why are all these people pushing Joe Biden to protect themselves? They needed these they needed Donald Trump's investigation of Hunter Biden. They needed all these laptops and God knows what else. All the. I mean, Hillary Clinton, she really she really probably is the most excited about the way this election worked uh, or turned out because, number one, Donald Trump beat her. And now she's happy that he's struggling to get all the votes he needs to claim victory. So that's exciting for her. And then number two, if Joe Biden is sworn in as the next president of the United States, if that happens, then guess what? Hillary Clinton is not going to jail and her husband is not going to jail. And, you know, sure, they may have to they may have to pop a couple people again, you know, here and there. They may have to Epstein a few more individuals if they start getting rowdy or if they start getting careless. You know that if they start if they start getting busted with some secrets about what Bill used to do on Saturday nights when he was president. They But they're they're fine with that. They just don't want to have to be, uh, be on, see the inside of a prison cell themselves. And with Joe Biden you know, taking care of business for four years or whoever is taking care of business in the name of Joe Biden, they're not going to have to. And uh, and you're right about that. But but look, what's illegal and what's not legal and who's a security risk and who's not a security risk. It's all subjective. It's all based on whoever is in charge. Hey, Peg in Panavidra Beach. How are you doing, Peg?
2: Hey, Mark, how are you? I'm doing great. I, Thanks I'm a so little much. discouraged.
1: I, I just want hope. You I were-
2: want I want hope. You know, you you hear of election officials and legal people say, oh, no hope of Trump reclaiming the votes and everything from the legal challenges. And
1: I just want some kind of hope. Yeah. That, you know, we are going to come out of this great. Well, look, Peg, uh, I mean, you, hope is hope is great and you should always have hope. You're not going to get it from the news media if you're watching them. If you if you if you're if you go to some place where they their favorite word is hopeless, especially when you're talking about Donald Trump. It's like I tell my wife, stop watching the news. You know, if you want to know anything, then you can just ask me and I'll tell you. Uh, and if you don't want to find it for me, just, you know, go out and, and, and Google it or figure it out on your own. But the hope here's the hope for you. Here's the hope. That, you know, Donald Trump still has a legal, uh, challenge in what one, two, I think like eight states now. Donald Trump has lawyers on the ground. Donald Trump is, is, has teams of people, really smart people. Really, uh, you know, bold and, and brash and courageous people who are out there working and digging and constantly struggling to find out what happened in this election, why this election went the way it did. Was it nefarious? And if it was, they're going to root that out and they're going to make sure that those people, uh, are, are, you know, those, those people are, you know, that it's publicized that this election was not on the up and up. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully it all ends up in the Supreme Court. Hopefully the ballots that shouldn't have been counted aren't. Hopefully everything goes our way and we get what we all thought was going to happen. And that's four more years of Donald Trump. Worst case scenario, the legal battles falter. They fizzle out. There is no proof or no viable proof or no judge will find the proof or the, the, the Supreme Court antsy about deciding something like this doesn't even take up the case. Whatever happens, whatever happens, we know a couple of things. First of all, there's hope. That the Senate will remain in Republican control, which basically thwarts anything that Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi have planned. It thwarts any action they have to make this a socialized country. The second thing we have is Donald Trump and 73 million pissed off Republicans who will be working every single day for the next four years to make sure that he's reelected. Because if this doesn't go his way, he will be reelected. He will be the only candidate. Everyone else is going to pack it up and go home. If you're Ron DeSantis, sorry, you're going to be governor a little longer or you're going to be doing something else a little bit longer because Donald Trump's going to be the candidate in 2024. If you're Rick Scott, hey, run for Senate again. OK, because if Donald Trump's going to be the candidate in 2024, if you're Mike Pence, if you're, you know, Chris Christie, I don't even know who I'll do. Nikki Haley, all these wannabes, all these hopeful Republicans who thought, well, Trump will win again in 2020. Uh, I'll run in 2024. It'll be glorious. They're taking a back seat because it's either Donald Trump 2020 or if it's not, it's Donald Trump 2024, because every single one of those 73 million people, they didn't vote for. The Republican candidate. They voted for Donald Trump. And Donald Trump may be in the White House for four more years. He may not, but he's not going anywhere. And neither are the rest of the 73 million people. So hopefully, hopefully, that gives you a little bit of hope. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. If it doesn't, we've got some fake news Friday coming up, which it'll, you know, may not give you hope, but it'll put a smile on your face. We need two contestants, 855 765 Quick break. We'll do it next on the Marquet Show. is the Markay Show. My name's Markay. 855-765-1045. It is our number and it it's time for some Fake News Friday. Yay! <laughs> this is great. This is great. You guys can feel free to leave your mics on by the way. Yesterday no one wanted to talk on the radio. I was like, why I do we buy all these the radio. why do we buy all these microphones if you guys are just going to stare at me and not say anything? Um, <laughs> let's meet our contestants, shall we? We shall. Okay, good. Let's meet first uh Diego from Did New you put Jersey. Him in a box? Viejo, good morning. <laughs> How are you? Good, Diego. It's dip my oh God, my God! I'm so sorry. Uh, I literally said, uh, this, "Here's what happened behind the scenes." And anyone who's listening on the stream can vouch for me. I said, "Hannah, are you sure it's Viejo? Because that just means old guy." I and she said, know. "I asked him twice. He said Viejo." And then Josh said, "Are you sure it's not Diego?" And it's <laughs> sure enough.
2: I'm so sorry. Sure enough, it's Diego. Is that yes. correct?
1: Yes, it's all good. Okay, for, you're not an old guy. Are you? Are, are you a Viejo too? I mean, you could be both. No. Oh, okay, all right. Not yet. Not yet. All right, one day. Uh, you're gonna be playing against. Is it James from Jacksonville? <laughs> James? Hello? can you hear me? Hey Martin. yeah, hey, is your can you hear me? is your name James? Yes, I'm James. Okay, all right, perfect. One, one two is not right bad. On. I mean, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You got two names, you get one of them wrong, it's pretty He's bad. Not like Joe Biden. That's good. That's a great point. <laughs> all right, uh, gentlemen, here's how this works. We're going to go through. We're going to give you each a headline. I'll read the headline. All you have to do is say, that's real news or that's fake news. And if you answer correctly, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game is our big winner today. Does that sound pretty simple? I get it. Okay, good. Here we go. Uh, We're going to start with you, Diego. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. (laughs) A brewery, a microbrewery, has launched a new Joe Biden beer, which they describe as, quote, inoffensive and not too bitter. Hey. A new brewery, a microbrewery, has launched a new Biden beer described as inoffensive and not too bitter. Is that real news or is that fake news? Fake news. You think, Diego, that's fake news? I hope so. That is real news. Oh, oh That is real wow. news. Yeah, the new, uh, let's see, what's Some the name Biden of the brewery? brew, I bet. It's a Wisconsin it's brewery, and they, uh, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel says it's the Biden beer, it's the Minocqua Brewing Company. It is inoffensive and not too bitter, but it leaves a bad taste in your mouth and if you drink too much it'll put you to sleep oh. so there you go uh, that's <laughs> right that was only the first that was only the first headline you got plenty of time uh, plenty of time I to you go to work it. i can't i can't picture biden not being not offensive no yeah i know <laughs> me neither uh all right james are you ready i'm ready listen up james here's your first fake news friday headline listen and tell us if this is real news or fake news uh, secretary of state mike pompeo has committed to a smooth transition to a second third and fourth trump administration uh, as much as i wish it was true that's fake news as much as you wish it were true you believe that that is fake news Yes. yeah that is uh that is congratulations that's fake news it's just so far the second one there will be a smooth transition to a second trump administration yeah good job you are fake news all right james you're on the board with a point <laughs> we go we go back to you diego are you ready Yes, sir. All right, listen up, Diego. Here we go. Uh, tell us if this is real news or if this is fake news. Katy Perry has released a controversial new single called "I Kissed a Republican and I Liked It." <laughs> 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 I, I'm gonna say that's fake. You gonna say that's fake? <laughs> yep. I mean, it's Katy Perry. <laughs> could be like, real. I, I don't, I'm not doubting that she didn't kiss him, but she, I don't think that she liked it. Oh, that's fake news. <laughs> well, that's very Yeah, that is, that is fake news. All right, Diego, you're on the board. Now, unfortunately, we're running out of time because, well, we talked a lot today. But, James, uh, we're going to give you one more. If you get this one right, you win. If you get it wrong, uh, you're tied with one point each, okay? So the, the, everything's riding on this question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. In a media stunt, Donald Trump is sending septic tr- septic trucks to Washington D.C. to begin refilling the swamp. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's fake news. That is fake news. You are fake news. Congratulations! That means oh, with a score man. of two to one uh, in an abbreviated version of Fake News Friday, uh, James, you are our winner. Great job, everybody. Hello. Diego, thank you so much for playing. We appreciate it. We apologize. Hannah couldn't pronounce your very easy to pronounce name. Uh We'll get you something. out. Uh, listen, we got to have a great weekend, everybody. Don't lose hope. Don't be bitter. Don't be, a, you know, a, don't have a lose faith in the American dream because we have so much more fighting to do. And we're going to continue doing it here Monday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, stay tuned. Traffic weather news and Rush Limbaugh is coming up next on 104.5 WOKV.
0: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.